Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, insane gambling debts, man-made island antics, unlucky main characters, absurd scenarios, and what-the-fuck moments. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Monger Review, episode 362, Gambler Paradise. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger Review, some podcasts from airing reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? I honestly hope that you've been doing well during this crazy and weird time we have in this world right now where things are uncertain and it's just a little bit not the norm right now, but we're hoping everything is going to go back to the norm. And hopefully we here at Spire can have been keeping you entertained with our various podcasts that we've been releasing and all the really cool things we've done. Now, if you listen to our last anime review, we actually were talking about some of the new releases that came out. And today, April Fool's Day, we got one of the new reviews. But that we're going to be releasing in a... Anime review we're talking about the first and second and third episode of all the new pilots, how they are, what we think about them, but we're going to get about that later. So, but anyway, we hope that you're doing well, hope things are awesome, and let's get to it, Chai, because if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. Now, what the hell does that mean? To sum it up in one sentence, it's very easy. Every episode, my co-host and I speak about one or two different geeky topics. And this is the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. And we tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the overarching plot, the narrative, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. And you can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrocon.com or listen to any of the other 700 episodes we have on various topics, including... Video games, anime, movies, television series, conventions, and various other things. And you can find them at www.spirakin.com. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-N. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you'll find us one way or another. And if you want to send me any comments, concerns, definitely Email me at Zan, that's X-A-N, at S-P-R-A-K-N, that's S-P-I-R-A-K-N.com, Spyrokin.com. And remember to like, follow us, and finally, if you want to do something kind of cool, go to tinyurl.com forward slash help Zan, that's H-E-L-P-X-A-N, and that is our link to our Apple Podcast site where you can leave comments and ratings. Leave us some comments and reviews. We'd appreciate it greatly. It's kind of like putting a tip in the tip jar. We don't ask for anything for doing this podcast. We've been doing this since 2008. We're going to keep going as long as we can. But it just gives me a little motivation to see, to keep going on with this. So, now that that's out of the way, let's get to one of the newer segments. And we're talking about manga news. Now, there's a lot of manga news going out. And since a lot of people complained about it, I've removed all of the the, the this manga is ending, so on and so forth. Unless it's something major, we're not really going to talk about it. So don't worry about that, but let's get to it. So first thing we've got are the new mangas that are going to be coming out. And on June 25th, Shinya Murata, the creator of Killing Bites, is launching a new manga with manga artist Zunta entitled Konchuka. What's it about? We don't know, but it seems kind of intriguing. On April 25th, Ali Fujiwara, the creator of Alicia's Diet Quest, is launching a new manga entitled Hanko Denkinai Ibarai-chan, or Ibarai-chan Can't Rebel. And this manga tells the story of Ibarra, 
a second year junior high school student who is the youngest sibling in the Hiragi family. And she's at that age when she's starting to get a little rebellious. She's at that part where she questions everything and wants to be rude. However, she doesn't have the same rebellious spirit as her older brother. In reality, all she wants to do is have her big brother notice her. So this is a Oni-chan love me manga. Will it be good? Will it be bad? Well, I like the art style. We'll see how it goes. Now, the one I'm really excited about is on April 10th, next week, Crying Freeman's creator, Ryochi Ikigama, is launching a three-chapter manga miniseries entitled Samayoru Ona, or Wandering Woman. It's set three months after the conclusion of Ikigami-san and his collaboration with Bronson in their manga, Begin. So this is a sequel to Begin. So, I'm excited because Ryoichi Kagame is a great mangaka. He's got some insane ideas, but I gotta love him. Now that we've got new coming manga launches out of the way, let's get to some manga magazine news. And there's actually two big news that's coming out right now. First off, one that happened two days ago on March 30th. Line Manga has launched a new Takoban, a new manga anthology. This one's entitled Women Lifestyle Anthology. And it's a weekly manga anthology that features comic essays on various topics like cosmetics, skincare, pregnancy, and various other things. Now, the first chapter was drawn by Kyoko Aiba, who created a series that was known as Toshishita Karishini Semimararetmasu and tells her story as a manga artist who's around 30 years old. That's what her chapter was about. And this manga is going to relay her struggles while making herself look presentable using cosmetics while juggling deadlines and staying up late to draw manga. It sounds kind of intriguing. Now, there's a bunch of other mangaka who are participating, including Sachi Narashima, who created Cosmetic Play Lover, Akira Hino, who made Tekuko no Kangan, Togami, who made Secretly I've Been Suffering About Being Loveless, a very biographical and strange manga series but be intriguing for her to get work on this i actually am happy that she is and finally another one is rinin takizao who made watashi no penshanko and anata de fukurumu and this is a collaboration between line manga and the web comic magazine kurofune now my hopes for this are that it does gain popularity and also if we do get a release of this we don't get them all as different takabans we get one specific book that releases it as opposed to a long chronological series because it seems to be just single essays. And I think a huge manga anthology of this would be kind of cool to own. Now, finally, for manga magazine news, this month's issue of Takishobo's Manga Club magazine, which is their May issue, announced that they're ending publication. They're done. However, the magazine is going to be merging with Takashobo's Manga Life magazine starting next month. So they're kind of rebranding and combining with another property that the publisher owns. And series that featured in Manga Club like Hataka Joshi wa Kishino Gotoku Kiga Sukyo, Marita-san wa Mukichi, and Tonari no Seki no Dokyoni is moving to Manga Life Original. So... It's going to be a new rebranding. It's almost like if Shonen Jump closed and then Mega Jump took all their stuff. So it's going to be kind of sad to see them end, but we'll see where life goes from here on out. And then finally, in kind of mangaka real news, the Tokyo District Court dismissed manga creator Shuso Sato's lawsuit against 
Amazon International Services on Monday, March 30th. So on this Monday, they dismissed his court claim. Now, Shoto Saito is the creator of Say Hello to Blackjack, The Isle of Toku, and Uimaru. Uh, actually, fun fact with uh, Say Hello to Blackjack. He said because he canceled his work with Kodansha, it's free of copyright uh, freedom. Weird craziness. But he claimed that the company had unfairly ceased offering his works on its Kindle Unlimited subscription services. And he wanted about 200 million yen or $1.8 million in damages. So it was kind of crazy that he did that. and it's kind of, But there's probably more to it than why they gave their verdict. But that's all we really know at this time. So that's the news for this episode. If we did forget something, let us know. Email us and let us know what we missed. And so, now that that's out of the way, let's get to the other part, the official manga releases for this week. And they're still apparently coming out. There's been no issues with the mangas not being released. You can get them online. I don't know what's going to go on soon because a lot of publishers have said they weren't going to release anymore. Like, this week Marvel and DC said they weren't going to release any publications. So... I don't know what's going to happen in the future for Vertical, Denpa, and the various other manga publishers in the United States. I don't know if they're going to still release or if they're going to take a break. We're going to find out over time, though. But right now, everything seems to be going on schedule. So here's what came out this week as of yesterday, the 31st of March. So the first release is Blank Canvas, My So-Called Artist's Journey, a.k.a. Kakukaku Shikajika, which was written by... Akiko Hagishimura. We reviewed this back in episode 341, and it's a story of her getting into the manga world and also her relationship with her teacher, who became her sensei, who was like had a huge impact on her life. And honestly, I'm excited to see how this story ends and where it goes. I mean, because everything it seems to be pleasant. I mean, we know that she's a current mangaka, but just seeing her evolve has been intriguing and almost eye-opening for the manga process, which I kind of enjoy with this. So that's that. Next, we have two different versions of the same manga, because Batum is releasing two volume 26s. One is the dark reality version, and one is the light friendship version. It's almost like a pick-your-own-adventure. Now, we talked earlier about how Boku Ben is releasing their own alternate endings, and that's actually how I hope that they do the alternate endings, where it's, you know, Boku Ben volume 38... Uh, this version, that version, or this is the girl you get. And I think that should be something that all harem manga should do, but I like that they're doing this. I'm intrigued to see what it is, though. You have Creature Girls, a hand-on field journal in another world, volume 3. Dance in the Vampire Bund, ASO, or aka the Age of Scarlet Order, volume 1, the manga. I know, crazy, we're getting another Dance in the Vampire Bund, but, you know, whatever. A High Rise Invasion Volume 11 and 12 is coming out. The dual manga. If you like that insane series that we reviewed back in 300 and I want to say 21, I believe. So you 321 or 314. I can't remember, but we reviewed it back then. That manga is crazy as well. I think it's getting to the end, but I digress. You have Made in Abyss Volume 8, Real Account 12 to 14, UK Holder Volume 19, and finally. World's End Harem, Volume 8. So not a lot to be released this week, but you got some gems in there, and then you got some which I'm completely astonished that they're getting a sequel. 
So which of these are you interested in? Email me, zanspirekin.com, or message me directly at Spirekin on Twitter, or you can message me on some of the other social media sites. Just let me know what you think about this. And now, let's get to the part which this podcast was written about, the review of the manga. So if you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to be there reviewing a manga that was written by Kazutake Kodaka, and illustrated by Nakayama Atsushi. The original run for this was 2018 to present. There are four volumes out, and it's published by Kodansha for Japan. Unfortunately, the U.S. does not have a legitimate release, but I did buy the actual Tonkabong, so and I used Google Translate to read it. It is a shonen psychological school-life supernatural gambling manga that seems intriguing, but... Let's get to it. The name of the manga is Gambler's Parade. And this manga is a story of Karin Shimonome, a new girl who's entering her new school, and she is super unlucky. Life is not good for her. She breaks things, falls, twists, and is not good at anything. She's terrible at everything. She's super unlucky. However... On her first day, she runs into a new girl who says she'll help her out, take her somewhere that she'll be able to relax because she made a mistake. Unfortunately, that's not the case. She's been taken to a room with a big hooligan who wants to bet money with her. She was tricked. And now they're going to force her to play a game, very simple game, a game involving cups and money, four cups and money, and ten coins. They're going to front her the money, but each coin is worth 10,000 yen. So... That's 100,000 yen on the line. And what happens is every time she gets it right, she gets some of the money back. But they're going to keep betting and guessing. And each of the cups is a different label, like times one, times two, times three, times four. So if she gets the right one, she can get all her money back. You know, if she gets times four, she kicks ass. If she doesn't, she'll lose. Obviously, this game is rigged and things are not going to be good. So that's how this game works. And as she's losing and getting depressed because she's terrible at everything and afraid of what they're going to do to her, suddenly the door smashes open and she's introduced to this weirdo, a guy who is a teacher. He introduced himself as Kumode Nagisa, teacher who despises gambling. Everybody who is a gambler is terrible and he's going to help this girl out in exchange. Just he'll help her out in exchange for her joining his club. And using his awesome Super Saiyan S transformation where he gets all ripped and crazified, he ends up outsmarting the other guy into losing horribly. Like he says, if you want me in, I'll give you 400,000 yen. That's what I'm betting, cash. And this guy ends up owing him all the money. And then to top it off, when they try screwing him over, he pulls out a stick of, well, it's C4 block. And he ends up blowing up the gamblers because he hates them so much. And as they leave, he pretty much tells her, listen, just join my club. It's a very easy club. Nothing bad about it. I think you'll be awesome in it. Super unrelated club. And then she joins the club, and it turns out it's a gambling club. She has joined the group The Pink Spiders, where their advisor is a crazy anti-gambler who is amazing at gambling, but he hates gambling. And when he gambles, he gets all weird and conjointed. And his goal is to destroy all gambling. Now, why is gambling so important in this? Because they're on an artificial island where majority of it is gambling is legal. It's like the ultimate gambler's paradise. It's so crazy that the 
president of the hospital gambled away the rights of the hospital to a gambling group, lost, and he ended up now the hospital where people could go to get fixed is now a gambling den. This manga is weird. Like, it's got three games in it. The first game, obviously, I told you was cups and cash. Moving the cups around, whereas it's three-card Monty, but it's with four cups. It's where's the, where's the shell, where's the shell? The second game is hide-and-seek, because they make a bet that if she hides, he can't find her, she wins. And he ends up hiding. She catches, he catches her, but then she gets kidnapped by this group. And the third game is a weird version of a roulette involving individual roulette wheels and every time you lose your bet you end up losing oxygen in an oxygen mask it's crazy and weird and compared to a lot of other gambling manga i've read it's kind of subpar now the reason why i think the story is subpar is that unlike other gambling mangas where it builds up and it makes you intrigued this one kind of throws you in there the first part, which, okay, here's the initial story. This is set A. Then set B is we're going to do this weird random game that's one chapter, and then we're going to spend 15 chapters on this one. It seems like they wanted to take the concept of Kaiji, and they couldn't figure out how to do it. Because Kaiji was, first chapter was, sets it up, then it's the insane, unrestricted rock, paper, scissors. This, they don't do that. They just kind of like, yeah, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to introduce these characters that seem kind of cool. I mean, the first antagonist, the real antagonist, not the goons that it turns out that Komodo hired to trick Shimonome to join their club, but the first villain is a blind guy who plays roulette. And it was kind of cool. But we find out about that 16 chapters in, and at that point, I just was like, this is kind of lame. It didn't build up to it. It wasn't like... Because Kaiji had that whole, it's a ticking clock, it's this, it's that. This should have, it was like, okay, so they're both pretty much handcuffed to a roulette wheel, they have to spin the roulette wheel, and they have gas masks on. And every time they lose, they lose oxygen. When it hits six, six, you have six points, they enjoy have like 6% of oxygen, that would turn anyone brain dead. That should be engaging and intriguing, and I was just struggling to get into it. It just let me down. Now, the art style is cool and the premise is kind of cool and there's some interesting elements. But it's not... I didn't like it. It wasn't what I thought it could be because I've heard of so much better series. And they, and they throw in a little side plot of, okay, um, Nagisa has a pendant which has a picture that looks exactly like Shimonome. But it turns out that Shimonome is not the girl. That's his dead sister. How are they connected? What's up? That's intriguing. They don't really focus too much. I mean, they do a little bit, but not crazy. I've got to say, this one let me down quite a bit. There's stuff that saves it, but not by much. So let's get to it. I'm going to give this one of our lower ratings. I'm going to give this typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. This is, it's got a couple of saving graces, but it's not great. It's subpar. I expected more from this, and I've read better gambling mangas. This one just let me down. It wasn't, I have to read more, I have to read more. It was, I had to struggle to read this, and that's a shame, because I love reading manga. I just, kind of let me down. 
It wasn't as terrible as last episode where that was a garbage. I'm starting to think that unless it is Death Parade, every other manga which has parade in it is going to be garbage. That's what I'm thinking right now because so far we've had two parades in a row and one was utter shit and this one was kind of meh. Anyway, if you've read this and disagree with me, email me. Zansparker.com. Let me know why you think this is a poorly done or an amazing manga. Let me know. Random question of the day is, what weird gambling manga do you like? But I'm kind of digressing, getting off point. Let's focus. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparker.com. You can email me personally at zansparker.com. And let's get to it, shall we? The part which all of you have been waiting for. My personal favorite part, that one. That only. The manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. And we've got some interesting manga tiles on here. We've got two sports mangas. We've got one pseudo Isekai pseudo fantasy manga. We've got a horror manga. We've got a sh- Jose manga. We've got a superhero manga. And then we've got Yatsuba. Because I've wanted to review Yatsuba for a while because it's so insanely weird. And also, it gives me a little bit of that Azumanga kick. So let's spin into reviewing the next episode, shall we? I just gotta pull the wheel of manga over here because it's on the thing. But anyway, let's spin. Number six. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing a manga that is known as Tanika Men. What is it about? I don't know, but we're going to find out in the next episode. So, I guess that's it. I'm your host, Zan. We're Gonsville. We'll catch you guys next time. Keep reading manga and, um, well, be awesome. Stay safe, guys. Have a good one.